Blog Talk Radio. I can hear the radio, but I can't hear you. Oh, my God. One second. Hold on. There we go. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Yes. So you didn't hear my introduction? Not at all. <laughs> okay, well, let me redo this again. Well, hello, and welcome to Radio Nationally Radio. I'm your host, Cameron Owens, and today we 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 will be continuing talking about spiritual constipation. Uh, just as a quick recap for those who did not hear last week's show, uh, like I said, we talked about the concept of being spiritually constipated and how it is manifested through our food that we eat as well as the company that we keep. So uh, we will continue to take a look at this topic and continue our conversation. And by the end of the show, we hope to offer practical solutions in order to rid ourselves of the spiritual constipation. So you there, you there now, Angela? I'm here. Hey, Cameron, how are you? Did you hear that? <laughs> Yes, I did. <laughs> okay, thank God. <laughs> I thought I was on the roll, and they couldn't even hear me. <laughs> I couldn't even hear you. Something was like, I was like, I heard unmuted. I'm like, oh, I know he gave a great intro, and I didn't even get to hear it. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to be more um, aware of that. I didn't I didn't know the phone was still on mute. I apologize about that. I am great, Cameron. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I'm, little- I'm up a I'm sorry? That's it. Besides that little... A little mishap just now. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, things happen. So long as yes, we long as we can recover from. So, but you know, so after last week's show, you like um, you immediately texted me and told me that you wanted to do a follow up show on spiritual constipation. And yes, um, I, did. I thought from listening to the show, I thought it went pretty good and it was very very informative. Don't you think so? It was very informative. I just feel like I missed a couple of things. So let's mm-hmm. just, you know, I want to go over, I want to talk about how to get out of that. Uh, I know yes, we identified what it was and what have you, mm-hmm. but why do we move forward? And that's what I want this show to be about is how to move forward on how to grow out of it and, you know, how to move forward and give practical advice on how to move forward out of spiritual constipation. And it's not something that we had to I think it's something we actually cycle in and out of, but it's not mm-hmm. something we have to stay in. Does that make sense? 
So you're basically saying that spiritual consultation is, is something that we're going to have to continue to deal with and continue to face like nobody's life is perfect. But as long as we can figure out ways to get through it, then that's what, that's what we want to focus on. Correct. I want to make sure that we know how to, you know, like anything, things, foods, foods make us constipated all the time. I know mm-hmm. physically cheese is one of the things that I do love, but I know if I eat too much cheese or the wrong type of cheese, I'm not going to see the bathroom for a good two or three days, and that's not good no matter what I'm eating. Um, mm-hmm. So the same thing with anything else. You just, I think we need to be quicker to identify it Yes. and move forward. So I think once we know what we're looking for, um, we're able to move forward. But I do want to go back over what I think spiritual constipation is, and yes, it's a coin that so far I've only seen myself use. But um, spiritual constipation is basically when you are trying to move forward, but you're was that not, excuse me, I hate using the word try. Sorry, you're moving forward, but you're still solving the same issues with the mm-hmm. old knowledge. And I know spirit, God, or source, whoever you believe in, uh, for this show I'm going to call it God, um, uh, I, know spirit, I know God says, you know, he moves us forward, but we're still solving the issues with our own, with our old mindset. That's for example, today I have a client who is, uh, has already told me that she is not going to keep a food journal. She only wants to work out, you know, wants, only wants to eat once a day. Only wants to eat yeah. once a day, but she wants to gain muscle mass. And that's a good example of saying this is where she is right now. That's great. Yeah. That's cool. However, the knowledge that I have, I know, and most of us should know, that we need those calorie intakes to create the muscle mass that she wants and the tone yeah. and the body that she wants. So we need to eat more throughout the day or at least get the number of calories in throughout the day to create the muscle mass that she wants. We also know, well, at least I also know as a, physical, as a health professional, that her body's eating the muscle mass in ketosis because mm-hmm. she is not feeding herself. So because I have that knowledge and I need to give it to her, now it's going to be her choice once I give her that knowledge to go, A, do I move forward and grow, or B, do I still keep solving this problem with my old knowledge because that's what my parents done or that's what I used to do in the past and that's where I'm comfortable. Exactly. And, you know, to hear, when you first told me about the client you were training, like to hear someone say they claimed that they were not going to eat until a specific time, that that idea just seems so foreign to me because, I mean, you know, I, I'm greedy. Like, damn near every time you talk on the phone to me, I'm eating something. <laughs> yeah, me so, too. Me too. I'm, I'm seven coffee You now. know, just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So just, just even thinking of that was just so crazy to me, but, for someone who knows, as yourself, who knows so much about the body and how it works and how it operates and the things that we need to do to fuel it and, and keep it going, what is, what was your mindset? Like, what did you think? What was your immediate reaction when you heard her say, like, I'm not eating until this, this time? She literally told me she was going to eat till dinner every day. Um, and mm. that's the way she has grown up, and that's the way her mother has done it and her mother before that, which mm-hmm. – Hey, it's fine, and I'm not going to say anything about, you know, we all have things that our parents did, our grandparents did, so therefore we do. However, we're in 2016 now. This is a different year. We're in a different decade. We're in a different mindset. That was the industrial age. This is now the, the, you know, technology age. 
so therefore maybe her mother but couldn't her great grandmother could only afford to eat once a day. You get what I'm saying? Now we have mm. the money, we have the tools, we have the resources to eat three to four times a day, at least most of us do, and especially this woman, I know she does. So therefore we don't need to continue this habit. And a lot of mm-hmm. times I see people doing things because it was taught down to us by our parents, mm. by our people who um, we respect and adore and love. That's great. That's fine. That's awesome. And they were taught through people that they adore and love as well. However, we don't know. We don't know how they got there. And do we? We need to sit down and ask ourselves: Do I really need to do this now? You get what I'm saying? There's a um, there's an old story I heard my mother told me about one time, and it brings this to light. Uh, you know how recipes. Um, for example, you know how recipes are passed down from generation to generation. Great grandmama cooked yes. this cornbread. Grandmama cooked this cornbread. My mother taught me how to cook this cornbread, so everybody in this family knows how to cook this cornbread. We all them cook old school recipes. You don't need the ingredients. The you just know, like you know. Exactly, it's ingrained in you that this is how we cook the cornbread. And mm-hmm. you know, this is one of these recipes that you know, mother um, was teaching her daughter. And now daughter's looking at it, and she goes, well, why do we cut the edges off the side? And when they put, before they put the dough in the oven, they'll cut the edges off the side. And yes. mother says, I don't know. So she asked grandmama. Grandmama said, I don't know. And so she asked a friend of her, of her mother's or a friend of, you know, a friend of a friend who knew what have you. And she said, oh, we cut the sides off the, we cut the dough off the side because, the pan that my, your great grandmother had wasn't able to fit the whole dough. Wow! Now daughter so they just and mother that down and not even questioning. Exactly. Now daughter and mother, of course, have a pan that's big enough to fit the whole dough, so there's no need to cut the dough off the sides. But because we have all been doing this for generation and generation, we've made this cornbread for generations and generations, and we haven't questioned why we cut the sides off. We're still doing it. Is there a need to still cut the dough off the sides now? We can all go to, you know, Bed Bath & Beyond or, I don't know, Dollar Tree and go get a pan that fits the dough. You get what I'm saying? Now we can do this. Then they yes. couldn't. So I think that also leads to where we stay spiritually constipated because a mm-hmm. lot of times we just do things because our parents or our grandparents or our pastors or our uncles and uncles, you know, big mama, whoever did it, and we don't even question it. But is that relative to my life? And that doesn't mean that you're and disrespecting, you know, grandmother and grandpa because you're doing it or you're not doing it anymore. That doesn't mean you're disrespecting them at all. They lived in a different time. They live in a different era. Now mm-hmm. we live in this era, and we need to do things that are right for us. You know, so important that you said that because, you know, you use an example about food that was a very, very great analogy to explain this, you know, concept of how we can pass spiritual constipation from generation to generation. And that is very dangerous because, you know, that can go for relationships. We see our parents do certain things and we think it's acceptable. We think it's okay. And we just never realize, like, why we're doing the things that we're doing. And then we sit back and wonder, why have I been dealing with this bullshit all this time and I've never had a successful relationship? The same thing. Exactly. It's the same as that thing. Either A, you know, they say abuse begets abuse. 
And so I think the mm-hmm. most clear example is when uh, someone's been abused. I know in my home situation there's a situation that has been passed down from generation to mm-hmm. generation, and I at least I had to stop it. And luckily enough, yes. I didn't get married in that same energy. But at, mm-hmm. it was easy for me to find men who did the same thing that has been passed down through my family. And my forget mm. Miles was emotional. But who's to say, like, even with salt? I hear it all the time in black. I live in, we live in Atlanta. I live in Atlanta, excuse me. And I hear it's it south. all the time, right, with the the black community, with you know, that I train, to say, well, I can't take the salt out of my diet because that's how my grandmother, that's how my grandmother taught me. And that's what the, the uh, person taught her after that. And before that, with my, my whole family used salt. Or my, my whole family has cooked this way. That's great. However, it's proven until before 1950s, we were actually eating real food. Yep. Now we're not eating real food. What is hydrogen for, you know, whatever the heck is on that? Most of the foods in your ingredients are not real it. foods. <laughs> right, right. What's red number seven? Can we go buy red number seven out of Kroger? Does red number seven grow out of the ground? That's my question. I mean, really. I can't go get red number seven off the aisle, but why is it in this Kool-Aid or whatever the heck I'm eating? You get what I'm saying? So just because we perceived it as right 100 years ago, 50 years ago, what have you, our food industry has completely changed, and we can no longer eat that way that we perceived our grandmothers and parents to eat because now the system has changed. And if you're still eating that way, that's what leads to high blood pressure, high cholesterol, what have you, because we're cooking, literally cooking the nutrients out of our food. So basically the way we eat reflects how we feel about ourselves. If we're eating the scraps, you know, we treat ourselves like scraps. Oh, we talked about that off, the, off air the other day, Cameron, and, yes, we're mm-hmm. probably going to do another show about that because we definitely need to honor ourselves yes. better because most of us can at least, you know, I was in Dollar Tree the other day, and now Dollar Tree's even selling, particularly selling some pretty, I'm not going to say healthy food, but it's better than a crap mm-hmm. of, you know, some other things. Let's say it that way. I actually looked at the ingredients and, they actually had, you know, real foods in one of the two of the packages, not all of it. I'm not saying go get it, eat it, Dollar Tree or what have you. But if that's what you can afford, a healthier budget, I mean, a healthy lifestyle can be in your budget. And I always tell my yes. clients this as well. You're either going to pay for it now or pay for it in medications. And Ooh, I think you must going to pay for it with in Pay for it now, spending thirty or forty dollars extra, or ten or twenty dollars extra at Kroger, then spending a hundred and two hundred dollars at CVS trying to get a pill and trying to combat something, and then you gotta get another pill to combat combat that. It's just a cycle. So let's just start with our food, and you know, not yes. make small changes, but I'm not saying radicalize everything today, but make small changes. Uh, I strongly suggest our listeners to read The Slight Edge. I've read that book, and it talks about how the small everyday things that you think don't matter actually give you the edge on everyone else in life who don't have the discipline. And so even with our food, even with our budgets, even with our families, and even with ourselves, if you follow me on uh, a a, uh, morning ritual routine, like what is your morning ritual, and even that morning ritual helps you go further 
and, you know, take care of yourself first. And that's what my periscopes have been about all week this week. I almost reluctantly talk about it anymore, but I got to because that's what we need to say is in order to take care of ourselves, uh, everyone else, we got to take care of ourselves first. Yes. And and I definitely want to have a question about that periscope because it was so profound. It was it was amazing. Like, so earlier this week, for all of you who didn't know, Angela did a periscope about overdrafting your personal account. And a lot of us, we tend to just, you know, refer to our, you know, bank accounts and how we can have overdraft fees. And, you know, when that happens, we've got to pay all this extra money, blah, 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 so on and so forth. But, Angela, you, you broke that down in a way to how that can relate to our internal beings and our personal life. So can you explain to us what made you come up with that concept of overdrafting your personal accounts? And, you know, do you care to break it down for the audience? like more so they can understand. So in my dealings with clients and with myself, because I am guilty with it too, don't even trip, okay? Like I'm raising my hand Mm -hmm. right now and going, I am guilty. However, um, in dealing with a client the other day, she's, you know, telling me, I walked in and I could tell her face was not, like she was in her perky self. And I'm like, what's going on? And she told me she had this event, this event, this event, this event, yada, yada, yada. This person wants me here. This person wants me here. i got to go do this, 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 this. Oh, yeah, I've got to raise some money for a program, yada, 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 da, 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 going on a trip. I said, yo, yo, wait, whoa, where are you in this? Yep. And she goes, what do you mean? I said, that's the reason why you're tired is because you're only giving, you're not giving yourself the best that you can give you. So mm-hmm. what I said was, and we're going to talk about this in the next show, which is I'm going to go ahead and plug the next show, Cameron. Um, um, the next <laughs> show is basically talking about, hey, how do you fit yourself into your life? Fitting yourself into your life. And I think I'm going to have a freemium on this that our listeners can go to the website and download, but ways to fit yourself mm-hmm. into your own life. But I told her, I said, listen, um, you're 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 giving too much. You're giving and giving and giving, but unlike your bank account, you can't go to the online and see that you only have twenty dollars left. You need to stop giving. Mm-hmm. Right now, our emotional or our personal bank account, meaning my me my me bank account, shows that it's overdrafted when I'm tired, when I'm stressed, when I'm too sleep, don't give a rest behind anymore on things that I really truly and dearly love. Um, the other way that my my personal bank account shows that it's overdrawn is that I'm just tired. I'm sleepy. I'm sick. Sickness yeah. is a way that your body does make you sit down because you've been going too much. So, therefore, I know for me personally, my, I don't get sick that often, but when I, every time that I do actually get sick, it's because I've been going too long and too hard, and my body's like, I'm going to sit you behind down right now, and I need to heal. Go go go! Watch two seasons on Netflix today, and that's just it. And I have to respect that. So those are the over, but we don't see those overdrafts as overdrafts because they don't actually affect us. We can negate sickness through going to CVS and going to go get something to heal ourselves, quote unquote. We can negate tiredness by going to Starbucks and going getting two, four, six shots of coffee and waking ourselves yes. up. We can negate everything else. We don't see these as overdrafts when there really are. And because we're giving our families, our jobs, and everybody else our 100%, we don't have the 100 We're giving pennies to ourselves. When it really needs to be the other way around, 
where I start giving $100 bills to myself, and then I can start mm-hmm. spreading out the love to everybody else. I'm not saying don't take care of your family. I'm not saying don't take care of your job. I'm saying with that morning routine, like I posted on my Facebook page, with that morning routine, you have to take care of yourself first. Therefore, you have the energy to deal with everybody else's crapola, shit, and whatever. Because the, our days are, our days are um, a day of dealing with everybody else's stuff. But if you haven't dealt with your own stuff, then how can you deal with yours with someone else's? And and something, and to speak to that, something that we always talk about on the phone is. The world don't give a damn about you. Whether you are living or you dead, the world is still going to move on. I've told my clients that a hundred times. They're like, well, i got to do this, this, and this, this, and this, and this. I said, you know what? And tomorrow, if you die, that job will be sad for you, and they'll hire somebody else to do it, too. Exactly. And, and exactly. real talk, they will. And even to my clients, I love my Please. clients to death, but, I do. but at the same time, um, there are two days out of, the de- out of the week that Angela does not answer her phone at all. You can call me. You can. I'll look at it. You might get a text back from me if you text me if it's an emergency. However, there are two days out of the week that I sleep in that I take care of me, that I give me my 100%. And my family and my friends know this. And if they call me, I'm like, yo, what's up? Um, yeah, I'll talk to you in a little bit. And that's it. I'll watch a movie. I'll just take care of what Angela wants to do. And you know what? Maybe you have children and whatever, but, you know, other responsibilities, and that's fine, but you need to carve that time out for yourself because your family knows they're only getting the pennies, and it's time that you give your family your all, but in order to give your family yes. your all, you got to give take care of you first because how is your family going to feel when you pass on and you just pass on because of stress or what have you? They must so, have that all of you. Mm-hmm. So you said that you actually have two days out the weekend. Trust me, I definitely know those two days, so I know not to call Angela on those two days. <laughs> I know those two days very well. But can you, can you explain to the audience, like, what does that do for you? What is what is taking that time off to, you know, to be lazy? Because I think a lot of times we see laziness as a bad thing, but laziness can be, you know, beneficial towards, you know, your health sometimes, even, you know, just for a couple of days. So what what is doing sometimes or just watching Netflix, what does that do for you? For Okay, so, oh, my God, I'm so glad you asked this question. Um, I was listening to Abraham Hicks uh, talk on YouTube the other day, and she said, and this makes total sense, in this, in this world we are judged on what we do. So mm-hmm. we value our, we have perceived our work by what is being, what we actually do which is actually BS because, honestly, it's not what we do or have. It's how I value myself. But here in this, you know, first world that we live that I'm very proud to live in, don't get it twisted. However, we're judged on what we do and have, so therefore we want to do and have and keep doing and having so I can show to the Joneses and the Smiths and whoever the heck that we don't even know who these people are, um, that I have and have done this and I have this clout. However, we're tired. We have overdrawn ourselves. We're chasing a rabbit and a carrot that doesn't exist because as soon as we get to one spot, there's another one, and, the, you know, the judges have moved on to the iPhone 7. The judges have, mm-hmm. the, they have moved on to the iPad 9. They have moved on to something else that, you know, now you've got to go work harder. We're constantly chasing crap that doesn't, that doesn't even matter, honestly. I don't, don't, trust me, I do love my 
nice gadgets. I, you know, I love my latest iPhone. I do, but that's not. I don't have it because of you know what people say. That day mm-hmm. that I take off, and you know me, and most people know me, I am very. I get very burnt out very easily. I love what I do. I love the radio shows. I love my clients, but I give and give and give so much to my clients to what we're doing with the show, to what my mm-hmm. idea of what Radiate Naturally is, that I get burned out. And I'm just like, uh, for lack of a better term, F it. F it all. I yeah. quit. I, you can, you, I, I think you've I, I always heard me before I said I quit today. I've taken you wherever you need to go or whatever, and I'll just quit. I'll sit there. And, because after I quit, quote, unquote, and I'm using that term very loosely, I quit for maybe a couple of hours, maybe for the rest mm-hmm. of the day and mentally quit and turn off my head, that's when new juices come up. That's how I saw problems. That's how that big, huge problem that seemed so big earlier gets solved because I rested my brain. Things, even the body needs rest after the workout. The muscle doesn't develop when we're working out. The muscle develops when we're resting. So, therefore, yep. rest is just as important as it is to do. But in order to get to where we need to get to, we must first have the energy which means we need to rest. And even yesterday, well, I took most of the day off yesterday. I think yesterday, I don't. I think I slept in till two. I didn't have any clients. It was a fluke, so I literally slept in my bed till two o'clock yesterday. And right before I got out of bed, a, the biggest idea came to mind about how to connect the radio show to my Facebook and yada yada yada. And I'm like, I don't think I told you this yet, Cameron. Um, I'm like, that's how it. And I solved the problem because I've been working yeah. on that for a minute. But that would have never came if I was stressed, if I was tired, if I was worried about what John is doing, if I was worried about how my client sees this, this, and this, if I was worried about all this other stuff. All that worry, all that negativity is, our, is a negative deposit, negative withdrawals out of our bank account. So, therefore, we're not able to see what we need to see to solve and benefit others. And and speaking to, you know, taking care of yourself, they always say that if you don't, how can you love someone if you don't love yourself first? And even think about in nature, I mean, there is a cycle, there is a season for, you know, plants to, I guess, rest. You know, plants to grow yes. during the winter, winter. time. Uh, winter. Animals hibernate during the winter. You know, so why right. don't we take our time to rest? Why don't we take care of ourselves? It's natural. Because we want the iPhone 7. <laughs> Yeah, and like I always say, like I see people always, you know, people, and nothing's wrong with this. I'm not hating or nothing, but people brag about having three or four jobs. I mean, when when do you have time for yourself? You up here working for the man, and they going exactly. home on vacation, taking all these, you know, extravagant um uh, vacations mm-hmm. and um bonuses, and they don't even got to do shit. They got to come in the office for an hour, and your ass sitting there working like a slave for this other person, and you don't even have no type of life. Exactly, and I think a lot of times we have these three or four jobs just so we can get these gadgets. But the time with our family is the most important time, and we you know if you, mm-hmm. especially if you have children, the children miss you. I think yeah. I saw a Facebook post the other day that said um, the kid asked his daddy how much is worth, and you mm-hmm. know how much you get an hour, and the dad said a hundred dollars. And so when the dad put the child to bed later on at night, the dad, the child asked daddy for fifty dollars. He goes, why? The child gave him a $50 bill and said, I'm trying to get you for tomorrow, for at least an hour tomorrow. Wow. And that really touched my heart because even if that's not right or, you know, true, do we really see our children? Are we busy nope. trying to solve John's problem or Ben's problem at work 
and giving up what really matters, which is our children. And those are the fundamental years that, you know what, if you don't make time for that child now, and I do mean, you know, before even from zero to 18, later on when they need you, they're not going to come to you. So then you wonder about why you're having all these other life experiences and problems when the child didn't come to you with their situation. They went to someone else. But we're going to talk about that later on the next show on figure out how to fit yourself in your life. <laughs> Most definitely. So definitely just quickly, like, promote, um, you know, some of your social media so people can follow you and, you know, your Facebook so people can keep up with what you're doing next. So if you just Google RadiateNaturally.com, um, just go to RadiateNaturally.com. You can also uh, find all my social media. I'm on Periscope, YouTube, definitely doing more workouts on YouTube. I am um working on a new project where I'll be doing an online workout, so let me know if you want to get on board with that, where I will look at your food journals and keep basically be your online personal trainer and help you stay accountable. Um, Facebook is Angela and Maria Radiate Naturally. Um, Instagram, everything. I think I'm almost on everything. I think I'm on Snapchat, too. I just got Snapchat, but anyway. But I do want you guys to stay tuned because I'm going to have a frisky fit camp, which is a lap dance workout pretty soon in Atlanta. And that is always really fun. That's always really (laughs) sensual and sexy. And it's a really good way for us ladies. It's better, you know, let that inner diva come out. And let the inner frisky side come out that's not able to come out every day. But at least mm-hmm. let her out a little bit so we can enjoy ourselves and be the women that we see ourselves being. How long how long is a how long do you want grade eight I mean uh frisky fair camp to be? How long is it typically? Uh frisky fair camp is about a forty five minute workout. And okay. what happens is we, you know, start with a warm up and some really nice sensual exercises that work on the core and work on the legs. And after that, we do a lot more leg work, which is our lap dance, the lap dance portions, which targets the glutes, targets the hamstrings and the um, quads, which are the whole the whole leg, and also targets the abs with a lot of core movements. And then after that, we mm-hmm. finish with a nice sensual stretch. stretch excuse me. Um, I've literally seen women walking in very timid, and the next thing I know, halfway through the class, they're swinging their hair, moving their bodies, and going, I'm going to go see my husband right after this. And that's what you I like to You brought the inner Beyonce and Rihanna out. <laughs> hey, Riri. And, um, oh, Sasha Fierce, excuse me. Um, But, yeah, we bring that inner side out because once you feel good, your family feels good. But, again, you got to mm-hmm. take care of yourself and relieve that constipation and face what you're doing in order to get there. So, Yes. Yeah, it, it just all it all comes in a circle. It's all full circle. All right. Well, I definitely want to thank you, Angela, for, you know, as always, being an amazing guest on Radiate Nationally Radio. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Cameron, for at least hosting because I like to talk. But I said I, don't, I, want, I want to host at least so I don't feel like I'm talking to myself. <laughs> Most definitely. And, you know, in the future, just for the audience, we, we are, you know, off on the live stream right now, but, for the people who archive this show, you still will be able to hear this, our conversation. So, you know, just stay tuned most definitely, and we will have more amazing shows coming up uh, with more guests. Uh, we'll probably try to oh. stay in the show to an hour. Okay. Oh, Cameron, I'm sorry. I'm on the um, audience. And make sure to stay in touch with me on my newsletter. If you text RADIATE to 22828, mm-hmm. you'll receive my newsletter and all the comings and the goings of RADIATE naturally and where we're going and 
you know, our podcast and other free benefits, the freemiums that you can enjoy mm-hmm. and keep yourself in tune. All right. Well, definitely. Well, I appreciate you, like I said, for coming on the show, and thank you all for listening to Radiate Nationally Radio. Have a good day.